Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We are approaching week three now, so we're starting to get into the season. Uh, we've had two weeks, two crazy weeks in many ways, <laughs> um, with many twists and turns and again injuries that we weren't necessarily expecting, but we'll we'll dive into that shortly. But before we do, Jack, how, how do we find you this week? Yeah, fantastic. Um, actually won a, a decent chunk of our matchups this week, um, but yeah, another crazy week. I was expecting to maybe start seeing some trends as you do as the weeks roll on, but yeah, another crazy week. Some performances again by people who were just unheard of, and as we'll discuss, some some performances of utter disappointment from others, unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. It's been it's been a crazy one, um, but I guess we'll start with our top ten first, and then we can start having a look at the uh, some of the some of the some of the injuries, I guess, uh, and yes. some of the some of the performances that we might not have been too happy with. Um, but I guess we will begin with our with our top ten list. Uh, again, we do include defenses in this one, um, and there is another defense that appears this Madness. week, and one that I think nobody would probably expect to have seen. But we'll get to that shortly. So the top of our list this week is a wide receiver, and that wide receiver is Keenan Allen with thirty two points, uh, and that's on eight catches from ten targets. A lovely 111 yards and two touchdowns. So a very, a very nice day at the office for Keenan Allen, in spite of the loss to Tennessee. Yeah, a massive game from Allen. This is what you really you expect week in and week out from Allen. Um, he's not always been consistent, especially with injuries over the years. But if this is a sign of things to come, um, although Chargers fans will be very disappointed because they keep losing inexplicably. Um, Allen fantasy managers will be very happy. I did see a stat earlier where I think it's the only time in history a, t- a team has scored over 50 points, had zero turnovers, but his own two. It's, it's, it begs belief. But yeah, Allen was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that defence needs to tighten up a little bit. Yes, there, it, it does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, number two then on our list is someone who, who impressed us last week and impresses us again. Uh, and that's uh, Puka Nakua, who has come out of nowhere, really. Um, stepped into Cooper Cup's shoes, essentially, with, with Cup being out with the injury and is taking all those targets. So we have two, we've got two rushing attempts for four yards, which is a nice 0.4 points for you there. Uh, but this is where it's just absolutely insane. Um, and I, I think, he, yeah, he, he leads uh, this week in targets. Um, with 20 targets and 15 catches, <laughs> 147 yards. That's insane. The, the next closest player, do, do you know how many targets the next closest player got, Jack, if he was a hazard, hazard a guess? If he got and he got 20, um, let's, say, let's say 16. 14. And oh. that's, that's Christian Kirk with 14. After that is Justin Jefferson with 13, uh, CD Lamb with 13, Mike Williams with 13. So, yeah, 20 targets. Absolutely insane. Very, very, very exceptional for a, a young rookie to be targeted that many times in the passing game. Um, but, yeah, great, great performance from him this week without a touchdown and still hitting 31 points. Uh, yeah, that's it. He's, he hasn't he's yet to score a touchdown. But, yeah, through through two weeks, you are th- yeah, 35 targets, 25 receptions, um, over 250 yards. He's he's been fantastic for that Rams offense moving the chains Stafford's looked much better as well to be honest which has helped um, and he's yeah seems to be a favorite target so it will be it'll be interesting to see what happens when Cup comes back obviously some of those targets will vacate but the talent is there absolutely 
Uh, next up, we've got uh, we've got Danny Dimes. Yes, uh, vindication. He, he, so he's he's <laughs> a massive bounce back week for him this week. Obviously, compared to last week, thirty one points there. He had nine rushing attempts and fifty nine yards and a touchdown. So using the legs, which is what we want to see from him, really. Um, but he did well in the passing game as well. Thirty seven yeah, attempts, three hundred. 26 uh, 26 completions and as you say 321 yards two touchdowns so good day at the office uh for for the giants which is you know a relief i think uh especially after you know yeah. what we what we saw before but even still i believe the majority of those points came in the second half it was you know six quarters almost an of of just nothing yeah so, yeah through through three halves of football they were they were a collective sixty to zero, um, and they they were looking like the lowly Cardinals, who probably aren't the worst team in football. Were gonna just run riot. So credit Danny Dimes, brilliant third and fourth quarter comeback, using the gifts of obviously his legs and his arm, which was fantastic. Um, they do have a tough run of games as well. Um, so the Giants' season. Some say could have been lost if they'd have lost this. So a big game for Danny Dimes. Hopefully that kicks on. And week one was just a, a bit of a, an outlier. Absolutely. Um, next up, then we've got uh, uh, the man who you said was inevitable. Uh, we've got Mike Evans. Mike uh, Evans. Thirty oh. points. That's uh, six catches on eight targets for a whopping one hundred and seventy-one yards and a touchdown. I believe he had the most yards receiving this week. Um, he did indeed. Um, by. By some way, by a good 12, 12 yards there, Justin Jefferson coming in afterwards. But yeah, uh, a man who's who's getting drafted fairly late, really, comparatively. Yes, you were, yeah, you were getting him in uh, fifth, sixth round in some leagues, um, depending on the format. Um, but he is, yeah, as we said in preseason, he is quarterback proof. Baker Mayfield has been far better than I think anyone could have predicted. He's led them to a 2 0 record, he's yet to throw an interception. He's been tremendously accurate. And Mike Evans is just a fantastic receiver. Um, so although there is some rumours, I believe, that Evans, after this year, does want out, um, if he does want out, obviously he's going to want to play well this year. So I think, yeah, I think more big things to come from Mike Evans as he chases down his 10th straight 1,000-yard season. Insane. Insane. Uh, and next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, a defence again, taking <laughs> taking some limelight here. Um so that was, yeah, pretty pretty damn good there with twenty nine points, and that's that's in spite of conceding twenty two points. But they had six yes. sacks, three forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, an interception, and, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. That's yeah, that was it. Um, so yeah, two defensive touchdowns for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers last night to one offensive touchdown. Um, so the defense really carrying them. Um, yeah, they they made mince meat of of Deshaun Watson. Watson looked very very bad uh, yesterday. The Steelers' defense, as we know, is very good. It always is, even if they're not in the playoff mix. Um, and I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a, a similar score from then. Um, in some weeks, some other weeks. Um, TJ Watt, one of the best defensive players in the league, and we saw that again last night. Absolutely. Um, next up then. <clears throat> It's a B Robinson, but it's not Bijan. It's uh, Chris Bryan <laughs> of, of the uh, Washington Commanders, who comes in with a whopping just shy of twenty nine points, uh, and that's on 
<laughs> that's on 18 uh, rushing attempts, 87 yards and two touchdowns, uh, two receptions on three targets and 42 yards as well in the passing game. So, you know, 120 yards, nearly 130 <sighs> yards there yeah. for a guy who kind of came out of nowhere. I think going into the season, obviously the big question was who is going to be leading that, that backfield? Is it going to be Robinson? Is it going to be Gibson? Well and truly looks like it's, uh, it's Robinson's yeah, it's... job to lose at this point. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. The the obviously the snap percentage and the carry percentage much in Robinson's favour. Gibson's still getting some passing work, um, but yeah, Robinson was fantastic. Much to my dismay, as my Broncos blow a twenty-one-three lead. <laughs> um, it was a a very rough game for it to be a Broncos fan. But yeah, I think Robinson, who again you were getting extremely late on, and again yeah, the Commanders are two and zero, so looking looking like a bright start for the Commanders. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Especially you know another another young inexperienced QB leading yeah Alston. leading the helm there so well. yeah he's he's doing well absolutely um, next up then T Higgins there <coughs> after, we go. after last week's uh, bagel after well yeah <laughs> big fat zero he comes in with twenty nine points there that's on twelve targets eight receptions uh, eighty nine yards and, and two touchdowns there so a nice. A nice story, uh, at least in spite of a loss to Baltimore for, for Cincinnati there. Yeah, nice for T. Higgins. Um, I'm sure we'll discuss Cincinnati shortly because um, obviously Joe Burrow's not looked great. Me personally, as a Jamar Chase fan, uh, Chase has not been great either. Uh, the two go hand in hand. But yeah, Higgins manages to find a find a good game um, in, a, in a pretty tough loss. Uh, next up, Nico Collins, um, who has kind of... Come in uh, again, kind of out of nowhere, with 29 points there. That's uh, nine targets, uh, seven receptions, 146 yards, whew, and uh, and a touchdown there for Collins of Houston, who, uh, who yeah, it's... again, a loss there, but bright spark in a, in a somewhat... I was going to say a loss, but yes, CJ Stroud's look good. He's, he's over 300 yards a game through two weeks. Um, Collins um, and the rookie Tank Dell seem to, his, to be his favourite targets. So if, if Stroud can keep um, improving his performances, Collins will be, it'll be a great addition. I got him on the off the waivers in one of my leagues last week, um, and he was a great pickup. So yeah, the, the Texans, although they... They're not going to win many games. I think there's some some decent offensive pieces there. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we come to our second QB uh, of the top ten. It's nice to see more QBs in the top ten again. And it's <laughs> uh, it's old uh, Kirk O'Chains. Oh. Mr. Kirk Cousins comes in here with 29 points. <laughs> uh, that's 44 passing attempts, 31 completions, 364 yards and four touchdowns. And in spite of that wonderful stat line, we still bloody lost. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, just comparing the numbers of the two QBs on the Thursday night matchup, obviously, yeah, Kirk, 360 yards to, to Hertz is 193. Um, but yes, like you said, the Vikings managed to unfortunately throw it the way. Um, but yeah, Cousins was, Cousins was yeah, fantastic, to be honest. I have, I've been growing on him over these past few years, but for whatever reason, this season, you just they're just not winning those close games. Yeah, it's definitely going the other That's way. That's the trouble. And it's as you were saying last week, the, I think the, the defence ultimately is probably to blame, really. The, the offence is clicking. We've we've got, I, I suppose, Madison. Yeah, uh, that's a bit there's, of a... There's room to improve there for him. But but if you're looking at kind of Jordan, Addins, uh, Jordan Addison's addition, uh, Addison. try, try saying that fast, bloody hell. Addison's <laughs> addition. And, um, and obviously 
Jefferson, you know, Jefferson. we don't need and to discuss Hawkinson him. Hawkinson as well. But Hawkinson too, Amazing. you've got you've got a lot of people to throw to there and Kirk's making making the best of it. Four touchdowns in a week is nothing to be ashamed of. No, but, fantastic effort. And, and against the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, that, it was it was a nice tight game uh, as as far as, you know, the almost Super Bowl champs of last year for us to only lose by, you know, one score. I'm I'm not too unhappy, but again, it's it's a game that we we potentially could have won, um, but I will stop ranting about it because it's happened now. And we <laughs> I'm are sure it improved, mate. Um, <laughs> Join the club with the Broncos. <laughs> Next up, then uh, a guy that I think we expected to see in this top ten a hell of a lot more than we ever have, DeAndre Swift. Uh, it's nice to see. Nice to see that name here. Twenty eight points there. Uh, a whopping 28, 28 attempts. Carries. Um, that's 175 yards on those and a touchdown. He also had three catches on three targets for six yards. So, yeah, good little good little day out for Swift, especially in Gainwell's absence. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was, must admit, watching the Thursday night matchup, that was one of the things I was most excited to see. Um, the volume of carries, occasionally involved in the passing game as well. Um, and the Eagles in general seem to, when they run the ball to to that effectiveness, especially with Hertz around the goal line, they are they are very tough to beat. Even if Hertz has an off day passing, so if, if Swift can keep starting, I think again he'll he'll prove to be a, a league winner in some cases. There we go. So that takes us out. That brings us around for our our top ten. Um, I guess any any kind of notable uh, guys that that were sneaking up there. I think. Just one for me really quickly. Obviously, it's Russell Wilson who had a, had a good day. Yes. 26 points for Wilson. Yeah, he, Russell Russell played, um, I, I thought, played pretty well um, watching the full game. Obviously, I know the bulk of it was on the, the... Well, not the bulk of it, but a lot of it was on that Hail Mary play at the end. But through two weeks, he's been pretty solid. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we, yeah, we are on to... Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's 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 an improvement Signs on last improved. year, mate. It it's is. a massive improvement is, on yeah. last year. Um, yeah, any, anybody else that kind of um, surprised you potentially this week? Yeah, I think there's been a, there's a few names, to be fair. Um, Tyler Lockett, I thought, had a fantastic game yeah, um, after yeah. a rough week one. Um, it was nice to see the, the Seahawks get a massive win against the Lions. Um, that was an absolutely fantastic game. Lots of points in that. Um, in that same game as well, the player who in a lot of leagues went undrafted, uh, Josh Reynolds. Yes. Josh Reynolds through two weeks is, is obviously Amon Ra is clearly the one, but for an undrafted player, he's been very, very good through two weeks, finding the end zone. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's somebody who... I'm yeah, targeting I've, him on waivers I've, in a couple of leagues. Absolutely. Uh, and definitely someone to do that with. I think for me as well, another guy... Speaking about guys who were going undrafted, obviously massive shame. Might as well discuss the injury, but yes, obviously injuries. Nick yeah. Nick Chubb going down is is huge. He is. We were just saying before we started, you know, hit the record button today that he's one of those few running backs that you just think of him as invincible. He's a bit of a Derrick Henry, really. Uh, you know, he just yeah. plows through people. He doesn't really ever seem to go down with injury. He's very much a safe pick or regarded as one. And yeah, the, but the injury itself, as, as you show that kind of hyperextension, just looked utterly horrendous. So poor guy. Hopefully, you know, speedy recovery for him, but it looks like out for the season. But yes. that kind of comes around to my point in that Jerome Ford, um, yes, sir. A, a epic, epic game for him there. To say that he played 50%, well, 49% of snaps, if we're being accurate, 
he comes out with 25 fantasy points this week, which is you know not to be sniffed at. He's the RB20 in spite of scoring point six points last week. Yeah, yeah, I mean, over 100 yards on the ground. Um, also, by the looks of it, can catch the ball as well um, with three receptions, which is, isn't wasn't always Chubb's strong suit. Um, so yeah, I, I would imagine, and look, just looking through several leagues now, he's he's definitely going to be the number one target on waivers this uh, this week. Yeah, absolutely. So and bid high if you can. Yeah, uh, someone else to uh, to mention as well, I think, is is a rookie that uh, I I had my eye on as a potential pickup in the second and third rounds of uh, rookie drafts this year, uh, and it's Marvin Mims, who, oh, yes. while you know not a great deal of of looks, just the two targets and two receptions by God. Did he make the most of them both? Uh, yeah, Mims was uh, yeah only those two receptions, but then he had a, de- a re- very good punt return as well. So um, in limited work, he has looked very electric. Um, and hopefully, if if Wilson keeps improving and Mims is that is that deep ball, um, he'll he'll prove to be a nice little nice little addition for Denver. Absolutely. Very good. Okay, so I guess that covers off uh, the main the main storylines from from last week. Um, so we'll have a little look to well, should we have a look at our, our our league standings at the minute for for two point before we move on to next week's forward look. Yeah, sure. Go on. Cool. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, well, we'll start with with Alex and Tom who played one another this week. So we got a uh, a win from Alex there with one hundred and sixty seven points. So quite a quite a big turnaround on last week. I think uh, Alex really suffered from some. Poor performances, um, but this has definitely helped to, uh, you know, get him back up there. I think he had the highest score this week in in the league, um, and and those those points really come from quite a number of players who had good games. Yeah, but good you consistency. Know, best guy on his team was uh, was Danny Dimes. Danny Daniel Jones Dimes. comes in with thirty point seven four points. We've also got T Higgins coming in with just shy of thirty points as well. Um, Joe Burrow, serviceable 15 points, which is better than we could expect. And, uh, you know, then we've got Kenneth Walker, who who did well, 18 points. Jordan Addison, uh, 17 points. Uh, Mike Andrews with 15. Then there's a few guys that are on. And also, uh, probably someone maybe we should discuss a little bit, but Garrett Wilson, well, he did well. But yeah, it, he was he was lucky to do well, I believe. Yeah, the only obviously the only reason the the only reason he's even relevant this week really is his is his own fantastic athleticism. Even just looking at the numbers, where is it? Uh, was it two receptions on eight targets? Um, I've said it numerous times that Zach Wilson is not very good, unfortunately. So although Wilson managed to strike this week, that there, there will I think unfortunately be a lot of disappointing weeks for Wilson as well. Yeah, definitely. It's um, yeah. I've I had a I had a trade offer in another league, Brandon Ayuk for Garrett Wilson, which you know had had you asked me a week prior, I obviously would have snapped your hand off. But now, my concern with him is just that that terrible QB play is going to limit him in a lot of weeks. Whereas it looks like the San Francisco Forty Nine is yeah, really starting to click into place. Yes. And while Debo is is wide receiver one. Ayuk is going to have some weeks where he's better than Debo, as as demonstrated 100%. in week one, and it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I th- I think the players are very similar, and I'd rather back on the horse I've got. I think at this point. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Um, and then okay, moving on to Tom. Apologies for getting distracted there, but <laughs> Wilson is an interesting topic. Um, Josh Allen getting back to decent winning ways there with. Uh, th- 
23.66. We had a bit of a bit of a dud from Damian Pierce, who seems to be sliding back a little bit this this season. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, however, nice little performance there with 12.6. I like them seven, seven catches as well. That's oh, nice. absolutely. That's that's, that's nice. well. That's where the points came from. Um, Tyreek Hill, uh, good good game, but not not exceptional. Uh, just the 40 yards. Um, Brandon Ayuk again, as I've just mentioned, a guy who's who's probably going to have some exceptional weeks, but he will have weeks like this week. Just the seven points for him this week. Uh, Darren Waller with 13. Dotson with just five. Uh, Michael Pittman had a had a pretty good uh, game. Without the fumble, it'd have been even higher, but that's 12 points. Then we've got Herbert again bouncing back, which is a relief to a lot of people. Um, and uh, I say I say bouncing back. Um, Herbert actually was one of the few QBs who did pretty well last week with 20 points. Yeah, they just um, can't win. They just can't win. <laughs> and then uh, Q with 12 points and, and the Philly defense with 11. So... Tom Tom's team played well. Just Alex's team played better. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Next up, I'll let's cover off <coughs> Sam and James. Shall let's we? have a look. Yeah, Sam and James. Sam getting the win here to go to two and zero. Sam's made some nice moves. I will say, um, over the past year or so, from from being in very much a rebuild mode, he's he's two and zero now and got some nice pieces. So Sam had Lamar Jackson, um, twenty two points. Nice game there in that massive divisional win. Um, Dalvin Cook, utter garbage, minus 0.8 points. Nice game from Rashad White, 21 points. That's a really good performance. Obviously, player of the week, Keenan Allen, and he has Mike Williams as well, who also overperformed. Great stuff there. Devontae Smith, 25 points, who's massively outperforming AJ Brown so far this season. Um, James Connor also with 17 and then his second QB, Trevor Lawrence, actually didn't have a great game with only seven points. But the majority of Sam's team overperforming there. Um, if we flip to James, Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard, two Cowboys. Nice games from both. Barkley also with a 27-point performance, unfortunately, before before his injury, uh, which may sideline him for a couple of weeks. We're not quite sure yet. Terry McLaurin, 16 points against my Broncos. But then after that, it, it does die, unfortunately. Hopkins underperforming. George Kittle's not really found his feet. We discussed Alexander Madison earlier. Uh, fumble lost and only 28 yards. And Najee Harris as well, someone we, we both liked, has just not done anything, unfortunately. And Derek Carr only six points despite the win. So, yeah, a lot of players underperforming for James, unfortunately, this week. Yeah, big shame. Um, but the players, again, who I think have, have the propensity to bounce back at least, um, next up, we've got your good self and uh, oh, it's Ro- sorry, Rohan had the top score this week. It wasn't Alex; it was Rohan. Two weeks in a row, one hundred and seventy-nine point five two. And uh, one forty for yourself, which again, it's not a bad score. It's just bloody hell. No. You're, you're up against some danger there. Up against the powerhouse. That's two weeks in a row. I've I've been beaten by the best score of the week. So it's just things. my luck. It's them, um, but. I'd have thought, you know, if you'd have said at the beginning of the week, Russell Wilson's getting you 26, I'd have gone, guaranteed win. If Wilson's getting that high. But yeah, unfortunately, the rest of the team, not so much. Um, Javonte Williams started hot, um, but after that, we we passed the ball much, much more than perhaps we should have. Joe Mixon, not too bad, um, on par, 13.5. The two big duds on my team this season, Jamar Chase and AJ Brown, um, unfortunately, eight points and six points, respectively. 
And then Higby, Kadarius Tony, um, Matt Stafford as well, um, just yeah, not performing. My biggest performance by far was Russell Wilson and the Steelers' defence. Yeah, 29 points yeah, for the defence. 29 from never, them. Never bad. And then Rohan, as we know, um, lives and dies by the Buccaneers and the Seahawks, who happen to have very good games. <laughs> so <laughs> Geno Smith, uh, 23 points. Uh, DK, not too bad, with 13 and a half. One of my favourites, Mike Evans, with 30 points. Kyron Williams, who's, mm. I believe, the RB2 on the year, which is absolutely mental. He's found the end zone four times already this year. He had 28 points. And then Tyler Lockett with the two touchdowns, 25 points. Yeah, that's, that's Yeah, just crazy. everyone fired. Yeah, they certainly did. I'm um, just checking Williams' history there. He was drafted by Rohan in last year's uh, rookie draft. Third, first start of the third round uh, so a nice little stash there that's that's paid off um okay next up then we've got uh we've got lewis and kieran um a fairly low scoring matchup between the two of them but lewis takes the win with 134 to kieran's 97 uh we've got justin fields who's just not quite not quite <laughs> no. not quite as electric as he was last year but i think i think as we were saying before the season i think he's figured out Defenses know how to respond to him. Is is he's being yeah. held up, and he, we know that he just doesn't have no, he the can't right pass. Arm. I That's think the issue yeah. was it you who posted a stat in one of our groups that he's yet to have a three hundred yard passing yes, game which is, in his it's career. A concern. It which, is a concern. Yeah, not great. Then we've got Christian McCaffrey, who you know, in spite Amazing. of the fact that he's been a, a top option for years now, is still sitting there quite firmly as still an excellent RB one. Uh, Jamal Williams just just a two point nine points there. Devonte Adams with twenty uh, more to to say that Fields isn't really throwing it too much. The the guy he does throw it to is uh, is obviously DJ Moore who's who's benefiting from that. Seventeen points there. Evan Engram um, again Solid. a guy that I have some weird fascination with and think he's fantastic <laughs> anyway is eleven point seven. We've got a big fat zero from Zay Jones that really hurt me in at least one other league this week because I had to stream him because all of my team seem to be suffering from injuries across the board uh amari cooper with a decent game did amari cooper play in the end oh uh, yes. man yeah, i literally I, I was i was so tired i had to sub i had to sub him out for bloody um I s- robinson and that's oh, robinson. oh man luckily i swapped him out for george pickens who played all right yeah <laughs> oh god i didn't know he'd played that that makes me feel sad but it also shows it shows that I've not done enough reading uh, before <laughs> today. Uh, Deshaun Watson, as you say, nine point six, not yeah, great. In the top uh, and Dallas, decent, decent showing. Kieran, Pat Mahomes, under under projected, but still a twenty odd point game, which is good. Cam Akers, who was just a healthy scratch, I think he was just out. Um, Sanders, there, not great. CD Lamb, great, twenty five points. Chris Olave, always pretty damn good. A modest for him, fourteen points, but you know we can expect more. Uh, Irv Smith with just three, and we've got eight points from uh, who is Michael Wilson, rookie for Arizona. Not someone I'm too familiar with. We've got Cooks again, who's out. I think we need to prod Kieran. Looks like he's not updating his uh, team from week to week. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones there, and Craig Sirline, another one who is out, and uh, and the Seahawks as well. So, but to be fair, looking at Poor old Kieran's bench. It's not much better down there. We've got a lot of injured and out players. Um, yeah, there, there isn't much change. There isn't many changes yeah, you could make. That's, annoyingly. that's that's not great for him, poor guy. Um, and then finally, What's I guess last? 
uh, me and Elliot. So this was, I think this was the tightest game Ooh, tight out of game. all of them. It was just, uh, it came down to seven points in the end. one six one to me and one five four to L. Um, well, I say 6.6.5 technically. Um, Jalen Hurts, obviously back. Great, great job from him. Great game. Bijan Robinson, God bloody love the guy. Great game. <laughs> Brees Hall, not good. Yeah, criminally underused in that game, as he as he came out and said in the media afterwards. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, you can't you can't blame him for being upset about no. it because he is just that good. You can't be you can't be limiting Brees Hall to four carries in a game. That's insane. Uh, Stefan Diggs, um, seven targets, seven catches. Quite efficient, 13 points there. Waddle, uh, 12, 12 points. But uh, yeah, I think there was a bit of bit of worry about him playing potentially next week, which isn't yes. isn't a great place to be. Um, Travis Kelsey, back playing, just 26 yards for him there, but the touchdown made up for it. Yeah, Drake London, another guy who just Finally. did uh, nothing last week and now he's, he's come back 18 points there, which is good to see. David Montgomery, another guy who's who's injured. Also, yeah, last <laughs> um, time, yeah. Eleven points. I'm not enjoying reading this one. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins, twenty eight points. Great job. Uh, obviously, Justin took is always good. And the 49ers, who were somewhat humbled by the LA Rams um, this week, although they won, just uh, yeah, it was closer than I thought it, was, it would be. It was to be nice fair, yeah. Uh, Elliot had Tua, who is a new acquisition. Uh, due to a trade, because Elliot obviously had Aaron Rodgers, who uh, who's not playing this year, so he's gone out and got himself a new QB in Tua. Uh, Derek Henry, 18 points, uh, great. Travis Etienne, just the six points there. Justin Jefferson, 25 points, always amazing. Armin Rasa-Brown, 14, which is a disappointment in insanely. Yes. Um, Gerald Everett with uh, seven, AJ Dillon with seven, then we've got another good performance from Debo Samuel with 21, Jared Goff with 23, uh, 10 from Dicker the Kicker, and we've got 11 points from Buffalo. So, yeah, some some uh, some good good performances, some mixed performances, but yeah, Elliot was unfortunate because there were a few teams that he could have played other than, than me that he would have definitely come out with a win there. But... Or he should have just started Sam Howell. Oh, well, yeah, but would you? <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. No, yeah, no, that's, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? 20 points, 20 points. Um, so, yeah, that, that rounds us out. So just looking at the at the standings, uh, I'm sitting on the top nice and happy, 2-0, uh, two, two oh, 315 points for Lewis is second at 2-0. Oh. We've got Sam at second with 2-0. Two, with two oh. um, then we've got... Through four one on one teams, so we've got Tom, uh, Rohan, Alex, and uh, James, and then we've got three zero and two teams in Elliot's team, yourself, and Kieran. There, so just kill me, yeah. It's uh, that's where we're standing, but I'm glad we're not reading out our uh, OG leagues listing. That's all I can say because <laughs> sitting at the bottom uh, of a 14 man league is, is depressing. <laughs> um, so, so next week, then, uh Let's have a look at the standings for for week three. Um, so games, here we go. Starting us off, then 49ers and Giants. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we were just we were just praising Danny Dimes about um, how great that third and fourth quarter comeback was. Um, I'd, I'd be shocked if the fantastic play is reciprocated in this game. Unfortunately, the Niners unfortunately are just that good. 
um, on offense and particularly on defense as well, um, especially if their let's face it their best offensive weapon um although he's not been officially ruled out um with it being a short week as well if Barkley doesn't play uh, the Giants are in real trouble um so there isn't many people I'm, I'm I'm really happy starting on the Giants team this week unfortunately if any yeah it's well yeah it's not it's not great is it um losing Barkley is is obviously going to be a massive impact on them but. 49's defense is as strong as it is, and the Giants' offense just isn't clicking. It takes you know six quarters for them to even score points, so it's <laughs> not looking good against the best defense there. Um, Lions and Falcons, then that should be a good game. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of tasty fantasy players in this game. Um, Falcons two and zero, performing very well. Um, although he's not scoring um, heavy fantasy points, Desmond Ridder to me has looked pretty solid. To be fair, in the in the times I've seen him play. Um, as we've seen, Bijan, every time he touches the ball, he looks like he's going to do something with him. Uh, the Lions' defence, although it's improved, uh, did just give up over 30 to the Seahawks. Um, so I think the Falcons do have a chance to score big points in this. On the flip side, um, coming off again, lots of points. Um, I think Jared Goff, Amonra St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs obviously will now get hopefully more work with um, Monty sideline. So yeah, lots of players to start in this one. Yeah, and then we've got the Packers at Saints as well. Sorry, Packers at Sa- yeah, it's, it is Packers at Saints, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Packers at Saints. Um, again, the Packers, the Packers have looked better than I thought. They lost the lost to the Falcons last week. Um, but Jordan Love's looked really good, to be honest. Um, I don't believe he's turned the ball over yet. Um, however, again, the Saints to me, especially defensively, the Saints have looked very good. Derek Carr's not had to do too much work. Um. Very low um, actual points performances, but he's not needed it because the Saints defense is also performing very well. So I think the Saints win this one, um, and it's it's not a not a great game. I don't think for fantasy purposes. No. Um, next up, then we've got the uh, Jaguars and the Texans. Um, good game. I think this will be. Uh, I think the Jaguars bounce back. Um, very very bad offensive performance from the Jags against the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs defense shut them completely down. Um, there was a few moments where it looked like they could have scored a touchdown, but they were just either millimetres short, um, so it wasn't a total loss. Um, but the Texans, having just conceded 31 to the Colts, I think the Jaguars win this one pretty comfortably. Um, however, the Texans are good. I think the Texans are, have some relevant um, offensive pieces, and CJ Stroud is looking very good. Absolutely. Um, next up, then, we've got the Dolphins and the Broncos. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to say anymore. I think the Dolphins have looked fantastic through two weeks. Two has looked brilliant. Even on a slow week, Tyreek Hill, I think, will unfortunately for our Broncos have a monster day. We've sort of had a weird flip where last season, although we were, we were only conceding um, 14 points a game, we were only scoring 14 points a game. That's why we lost so many games. Um, we're now scoring seemingly at will, but we can't even stop the commanders. Um, so unfortunately, I think the Dolphins have a have a field day here. Um, and although Russ has played pretty pretty well, um, yeah, I'm I'm not excited uh, to be a Broncos fan, unfortunately. No, indeed. Um, and the reason I got a little confused with Packers and Saints is because I missed one, which obviously is the Vikings and Chargers. Oh my God! Now what a what a matchup to miss as well. I know, I know. Crazy. <laughs> so. I mean, this could be this could quite easily be a matchup of the week. I think in terms of the two teams that are owned to, 
both atrocious defensively. Um, it's I mean it's a must-win game for both teams in terms it, of the it season. Is. It, it is. is if you if you can't you can't you can't really go on two and make the playoffs. It doesn't happen very often, but on three is a definite no-no. So this will be fantastic. You start in every player you've got possible. Um, the Chargers have looked good on offense. The Vikings have looked good on offense, and they've both looked dreadful defense. I think I'd, I'd be shocked if both teams don't score twenty-eight plus each. So I think this this will be phenomenal. I think for fantasy purposes, absolutely. Any of the Vikings wide receivers, yeah, any of the Chargers wide receivers, Hawkins, both QBs. It's, yeah, yeah, that's it. You start every single person. The only area I'd avoid is probably running back. To be fair, um, yeah, Madison's not looked great, and obviously the the Chargers is Eckler. Eckler still. Still questionable, is he, I believe? Yeah, I think so, unfortunately. Um, cool. Next up, then, we've got the Browns and the Titans. Uh, yeah, um, not as excited about this one. Like we discussed there, uh, Ford will be a fantastic pickup, um, and I think he will probably have a relevant game because the Titans um, aren't, aren't great defensively, although they are a little bit better against the run than they are the pass. Um, one concern I think for me for the Browns is is in particular is Deshaun Watson has been pretty bad mm. um, unfortunately through two weeks I think a lot of us thought he would um, sort of recover some of that form from the Texans um, it's, it's simply just not happened yet and I am getting as the weeks roll on I'm getting a little bit more concerned so I think the Titans do win this one Derrick Henry, I think, is on for a field day. He had a pretty good week, but not over 100 yards last week. I think I think Henry has a field day here, and the, the Titans win this one. Yeah, very good. Um, next up, then, we've got the Commanders and the Bills. Yeah, they should be a, should be quite a good game, I would imagine. The Commanders have looked better than most people suspected. Young QB Sam Howell's looked fantastic. As we talked about earlier, Brian Robinson's looked fantastic. Um they beat the Broncos. That's not saying much. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think the I think the Bills will win this one probably in the end pretty comfortably. Unfortunately, I think Josh Allen bounced back big last week. I think he rolls again here. Unfortunately for the Commanders, and I think the the Bills get back to winning ways two and one. Very good. Um, next up, then we've got the the Ravens and the Colts. Ravens and Colts. Yeah. So I think is An- is Anthony Richardson out of he- concussion. What's he, happening? Um, he is in concussion off. protocol, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's looking to gain clearance, but he he hasn't got it yet. So Not he's just yet. he's in the five step concussion protocol, basically. Yeah, so I think if um, if Richardson starts, I think this is a much more exciting game because I mean, last week the two rushing touchdowns, the the guy just looks absolutely phenomenal, um, far better than I think we ever could have hoped, especially through two weeks. Um, I think, unfortunately, the Ravens are just a very good team at the minute. Even if Jackson's not playing particularly well, they're a very well-coached team. Uh, the run game, even without J.K. Dobbins, can still still be very proficient, as it was last week. Um, Zay Flowers is, is, is already looking like he could be one of the best receivers in the league. Um, and the Colts, especially if Richardson's out, I don't think he'll have enough in this one. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one if Richardson's out. That's for sure. Um, next up, then we've got the Jets and the Patriots, which you know mm. had had Aaron Rodgers been uh, at the helm, yeah. I would have been very what excited for this one, but maybe not so much now. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, even though I don't think they're very good, and I don't think Mac Jones is very good, I think the Patriots probably do win this one. I can't see a scenario where Bill Belichick lets the Patriots lose to the Zach Wilson-led Jets, unfortunately. No. 
Um, the Patriots, to be to be fair to them, have, have been unlucky through two weeks. They weren't. They had a very close game with the Eagles week one. Um, not so good against the Dolphins. Um, but yes, the Jets, as we've seen, um, without Rodgers, I, I just don't think Wilson's got enough in the locker. Um, as we discussed, if you drafted Garrett Wilson, you're probably starting him every single week because you spent I'd probably a first or at worst a second on him. Um, but I think the Patriots, I think the Patriots probably win this one in quite a, a gritty, ugly battle. I would imagine. Agreed. <laughs> um, next up, then we've got the Seahawks and the Panthers. Seahawks Panthers. This should be. I think. I think the Seahawks probably win two in a row here. Um, I like the improvement I saw from um, from Bryce Young last uh, last night. Um, I thought he played much better than he did in Week One. Um, unfortunately, I think it's just it's just too early days for the the Panthers to be relevant in any fantasy aspect. Even Miles Sanders, who I thought was going to be pretty good this year, hasn't really done much. Um, the Seahawks coming off scoring thirty odd against Detroit. I think I think they keep rolling here. Lockett, Metcalf, um, Geno Smith played well as well. So I think yeah, Seahawks fairly comfortable. The Panthers, I'm unfortunately not yet excited for. No, sadly. Um, next up then uh, should be should be a fairly straightforward win for the Chiefs when they play the Bears. Yep, yeah, absolute massacre. Um, Bears look atrocious in all aspects um defensively they've been woeful through two weeks justin fields every time he holds onto the ball um deer in headlights he's also not running the ball very well uh the bears are in are in real trouble i think unfortunately um and at some point we'll have a have a decision to make on justin fields so yeah chiefs um lost the first game of the season but yeah i, I think this is super comfortable um and I, I would bet Patrick Mahomes probably gets back to being a QB one this week against that dreadful Bears defense yeah Kel- Travis Kelsey in particular I think could could feast in this one yeah for sure um next up then we've got uh, the Cardinals and the Cowboys yeah, I mean, it doesn't get much easier for the Cowboys no. than, than this, does it? No. Um, the Cardinals showed great heart, um, obviously going up um, three scores uh, versus the Giants, um, only to lose. That The Cowboys' defence has looked legit, um, and poor Dobbs, I don't think, will have much of a chance in this one. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think any Cardinals players are doing anything relevant. I think the Cowboys probably roll this one, uh, and I think we could quite easily see in that scenario where we see that Cowboys defence in the top ten again, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, then, we've got the uh, the Raiders and the Steelers. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, both teams one and one. Um, the Steelers, although they won last night, the offence still hasn't looked perfect. Pickett's had... Had a bit of a slow start to the season. Um, I do just, I think in this one, I prefer the coach in Mike Tomlin. Um, I think he's just a better coach than Josh McDaniels. So although I don't think it'll be a great offensive game from the Steelers, um, I think their defence is good enough to get past Jimmy G in this one. Very good. Um, Next up then, uh, we have the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Two two and oh, both teams two and oh. Um, Baker Mayfield is, is rolling. Um, I think I think the Eagles do win this one. Um, Jalen Hurts looked much better last week, even if it wasn't necessarily all in the passing game. Two rushing touchdowns. The Bucks' defense has been has been pretty stout through two weeks, better than I expected. 
Um, but yeah, I think this will be the matchup where the, the Buccaneers come back down to earth. I think I think the Eagles um, roll this one pretty comfortably. And I'm going to call it now. AJ Brown will be the, the top five receiver this week. Even, if, a, even yeah. if that even if that's just for my own <laughs> in my own mind, I think this is the week. There's uh, no there's no way you can keep him down for that long. I think this is the week. I hope so. AJ I certainly Brown hope goes so. Off, I'm calling it now. And finally, to round us off, then we've got the Bengals at the Rams. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is going to be an interesting one because obviously Joe Burrow. Um, I'm not sure if we have discussed it, but Joe Burrow did reaggravate um, his his injury, didn't he, towards the end of the game? Yeah. Um, so we're we're not quite sure what's happening there. Personally, I mean, if I was the Bengals, I'd certainly lean lean towards resting him. Um, the amount of money they've spent on him. He is exceedingly talented. He's a top three QB in the league. Um, but I think, to be honest, the way the way they've played, I didn't think I'd say this, but the, even if he does start, I think the Rams have looked good enough to me that the, the Rams can win this one. Uh, they gave the 49ers a very good game, even without Cooper Cup. Stafford's been phenomenal with Puka Nakua. Um, Kyron Williams, as we discussed, has been a top two option. So I think even if Burrow does play, the Rams win. But like I, I think hopefully for Burrow's sake and for Cincinnati's sake they rest him up yeah perfect. even though that cripples Jamar Chase and T Higgins's value <laughs> yeah which is yeah a mighty a mighty shame because it is it is just such a great offense when it's when it's all clicking but just haven't seen that and uh yeah yet another spanner in the works at this at this <laughs> point which is a shame and we're only in week two yeah very big shame um excellent okay well i guess that rounds us out so uh, to summarize i suppose once again kind of crazy week some people in that top 10 we didn't expect i will say it was a nice bounce back for the qbs which is i think a big relief for everybody involved and something we all expected but yeah we've got some some wide receivers heading into that top uh top 10 conversation now that none of us could have predicted before the season started so exciting times ahead any any final words of wisdom before we head into our um selection of uh, week three matchups no i think just yeah as we as we discussed i think there's there's a lot of players this week especially with the injuries um to target on waivers um so yeah just go hard on the waivers i think yeah a bit high because i think some of these players um ford in particular with him starting for the full season he's he's going to be too good not to have i think Yes, very good. Excellent. Well, I'll finish it off there. Thank you very much for listening, as always, and we'll see you in a week's time.